Alrighty, welcome back to Non-Professional Dating Advice, Episode 3. My name is Kyle Brinchley, your Non-Professional Dating Coach, and I'm sitting next to Tyler Nelson, my Non-Professional Dating Assistant. Yes. <laughs> Who is dressed up very nicely today. Give him a compliment down in the comments below. Thank you. Give us a like because he looks nice. Thank and, you. Uh, he outdressed uh, me today. So, good job, Tylan. That is that is rule number one. Always outdress your competition. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you get the girls. No, seriously. I mean, every guy, whether they're your fr they're your friend or whether they're your enemy, they are the competition. <laughs> like just because they are guys, like they they're doing nothing to to be the competition. They're just the competition naturally. You know. Yeah, it's a natural competition, but it's a friendly competition. Don't don't view it as a cutthroat competition. No, this is Hunger Games Battle to the Death. <laughs> No, that's, that's that's how movies portray. Movies portray it like you have to like win the girl, and like there's like these other guys coming after her. But uh, that's not the true story. We'll tell you the true story after this. After we tell about our Thanksgiving. Uh, yes. Happy Thanksgiving to all those who celebrate Thanksgiving. I guess if you're not from the United States, yeah, you celebrate your own kind of Thanksgiving. It's l probably literally just Americans, but I don't. You know, Canada they have a Thanksgiving, but it's in October. Interesting. Yeah, and so, I guess other other countries can say I like yeah, that idea. Yeah, they they have they have celebrations to give thanks, but it's not you know obviously that American Thanksgiving has its own backstory and whatever. Right, the Mayflower and, and all that. So yeah, so yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So Thailand, tell us what you did over Thanksgiving. All right. Um, for Thanksgiving, I went down. So Thanksgiving was Thursday. Well, a Thursday, twenty fifth, right? Sure, I don't sure. think dates no more. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I went down the day before, and on my way down, I stopped in Provo, Utah. It's got its own... God bless Provo. <laughs> it's got its own dating world down there. But anyways, I just dropped by to say hi to a few people. I've got some friends down there. Made my way down to little old Salina, which is where I'm from. It's about three and a half hour drive. And then Thanksgiving Day, we spent it with the paternal side of the family you know and the aunts and the uncles the grandparents associated with you know my dad um ate thanksgiving at my grandparents on my dad's side's house yes i, I said that right <laughs> and then uh afterwards uh, my dad decided he wanted to take the the cousins paintballing so we went and did that it was pretty fun where, yeah where do you go paintballing in salina do you just go out in the wild my favorite place to go is you go up a little high in the mountains you get up into the quakies you get up into the pine trees and you got some good cover yeah but like if you're like just like in salina all you got are like juniper trees and rocks it's not fun <laughs> so you go up a little higher where there's like grass and bushes and trees it's nice more it's cover. fun a lot more cover it's better nice. cover man, if you get hit by a paintball those hurt i don't know if you guys have ever played paintball those hurt they do hurt and like you don't want to get like hit in certain spots because it really hurts you know what i mean like, yeah there's like the underside of all your appendages really hurts <laughs> yeah if you get, if you get hit in the chest it's really not that bad well if you've been working out you know like right you know like tylen over here he, he works out so he's got a strong you know chest you know if you're uh, <laughs> if you're maybe been skipping skipping chest day then oh <laughs> i mean i don't know maybe maybe it just bounces right off you depending on yeah, sometimes the ball doesn't break, but when it doesn't break, that actually hurts worse. Does it? Okay. Yeah, so you want it to break. You want the ball to break. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Well, let me tell you about my Thanksgiving. I went down on Tuesday. My sister had a basketball game, so we went to that. And then throughout the week, we just did various activities with my family. On Thursday, we got together for a turkey bowl. 
which is just a big football game that you play Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, the Turkey Bowl. The Turkey Bowl, yep. Thankfully, my extended family is very athletic. Like, my aunts and uncles and then my cousins and, like, my brother and my dad. Like, we're all really athletic, so it's, like, a good competitive game. And, like, that's, like, something I'm looking forward to in, you know, like, a a future partner. Like, I need their family to be athletic. Like... We're, we're getting into some of, like, my preferences here now. I mean, the show's <laughs> not about me by any means, but, like, you know, that that was something I was like, yeah, because that would be fun. Because the last thing I want is to have, like, my wife's family be, like, not interested at all. And then I'm like, who do I play the turkey bowl with? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe I get together with some, like, friends in the neighborhood or whatever. But, like, I feel like that'd be a good thing. And then um, we had Thanksgiving at my aunt's house. We had a whole, whole extended family there. My mom has five siblings so five of the six kids were there and they all have kids so the cousins were there some of my cousins have kids so there's like little guys running around there's just a ton of people there super awesome we watch football during the day you know because the nfl they have three thanksgiving day games yeah we watched one or two of those yeah dude there were some good games man the cowboys game that was really interesting um yeah, that was probably the best one of the day for sure. Bears and Lions, not so much. And then the Saints got blown <laughs> out. But uh, Oh, I missed that one. Yeah, you didn't miss much. Let me tell okay. you. Okay. You did not miss much. And then, let's see, Friday we did some Black Friday shopping. Um, I got a really good deal on some shoes from Vans. Went up to Park City, got some Vans. Nice. And, uh, my siblings bought a lot of things with the money that they don't have. They they, <laughs> they they haven't mastered the principle of being thrifty, you know? Like, once they get a paycheck, they just spend it. I mean, my brother's rich as crap because he's a freaking summer sales guy for Vivint, you know, and goes out and puts, you know, good numbers up every year. And then my my younger sisters, like, they're, they're just in high school, junior high. I have one in college, and she's as broke as they come. You they know? don't have <laughs> credit cards, do they? They do. Oh. Fun fact, you can put limits on credit cards. Yes, you can. Especially when you're under your parents' umbrella. So they can only spend a certain amount at a certain time. They didn't, like, go super crazy, but, you know, they shopped and, you know, till we dropped. But, yeah, that was basically my Thanksgiving, and it was a good time. But now we're back in school, and uh, by the time this episode comes out, Christmas will be two weeks, three weeks away? Let's see, it's about well, three it- weeks away now, so maybe about two and a half weeks by the time this episode comes out. So, I mean, tis the season. I already got my uh, tis the season. Charlie Brown Christmas mug and Christmas tunes playing. Just about everywhere has, you know, lights and trees and mangers Absolute. and Santa Clauses <laughs> and ho-ho-hos and all those. It makes for a very things. special time in the Dayton world, doesn't it, Kyle? It does. It does. I don't know what it is. Actually, I do know what it is. I'm going to tell you right now. During the holidays, I don't know, the holidays just, just bring people together, and they're just, like, so... Like, when you think of the holidays, you, like, romanticize them. You, like, have fantasies about them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's just, like, a, such a special time that you want to spend it with a special person. And, like, the way the media and movies portray it, like, during the holidays is, like, the best time uh, to oh get Oh, my God. Know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, I don't know. You guys watch Hallmark movies. I, I oh, those movies. are my – no, those are my favorite. Thailand likes Hallmark movies. No, no, no. I like making fun of them. Like fun of Hallmark <laughs> movies. Same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because, you know, I've got sisters and a mom, and, you know, you go over to the house, they're watching them, right? And I, I sit down, and I have to comment on them, and they're okay with it. My favorite one is, uh, I think it was, uh, 
It was uh, a prince for Christmas. <laughs> not to be confused with the Christmas prince. <laughs> not to be confused with the Christmas princess. Not to be confused with a princess for Christmas. I mean, it's, I love the titles on these things. They're so fun. Well, I, you know, if you've ever wanted to, like, go into movie directing or movie writing or script writing, start with a Hallmark movie. Because you don't have to be super creative. No, it's the same plot. Yeah, you, you don't have to, like... Every time. ...develop the characters. You don't have to, like, make it good by any means. All you need is a small town. Uh, Christmas time, obviously. The main protagonist has to be from either L.A. or New York. Yes. One of the two. You can do Chicago. That's cool. But there's no other cities yeah, in the United you, States. You, you, you can't you can't do freaking Miami. No, that's not... No, work. successful people only come from those three cities. Those three cities, yes. Yes. And so, they, so they're from those cities. They come back to their hometown, and they run into a childhood crush or a high school crush, and then they... Or he's a policeman or, yeah. or a firefighter. And then they fall in love. So if you want to go into movies, Hallmark's the way to go. Yeah, it's a great jumping-off point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so the holidays... I don't know. At Thanksgiving, you probably had conversations like this at the table where, you know, like your grandma or your aunt would be asking you, like... It's always the grand... No, you're right. It's it's the grandparents and the aunts. My, my aunts are always, like... Sometimes it's my uncles, too. Like, they're very, like, interested. Because there's, like... I think there's six single young adults on that side of the family right now, including me, who, like, aren't dating, aren't married. And so they're always, like, interested, like, oh, like, any new developments, you know? Because like, I, I see these, these aunts and uncles every couple months, and they obviously don't get an update from me every day. So in a couple months, a lot can change. So they're always like, oh, are you dating anyone now? Like, <laughs> like they're holding out for me, you know? Like, are, you, are you seeing anyone? Like, are you bringing anyone? You know, and they just kind of, like, pester you. Do you find that that was the case for you this Thanksgiving? I never feel pestered. My family's really really good about that I guess <laughs> um, I've never felt outside pressure to date or get married especially for my parents but you know from like grandparents so it's usually the grandparents they're just like dang like you're such a catch you know <laughs> for a, as a grandson you're such a catch you're so handsome where's your girlfriend like you know like a guy like you should have girls lining up outside yeah, exactly you're just like thanks grandma <laughs> thanks grandma <laughs> yeah my my grandparents on the other side, on the on the side that weren't at Thanksgiving, they're pretty, like, they just want grandkids. So I, I have one cousin on that side that's married, but she doesn't have any children yet. And then my older brother and I are the only other two young adults who, like, could potentially, you know, get married right now. Well, I guess my little sister, too, but she's, she's in a different category. She's not really looking for that right now, but... Uh, and yeah, so like she just really wants grandkids, and so far none have been yielded. So, yielded, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So they're like <laughs> always asking, you know. But I don't know. I felt like it wasn't bad, so bad this time for me either. You know, it, I thought it was pretty chill. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, have you ever had um, a love interest during the holidays, Thailand? Define love interest first. Like, let's just start with crush. Like, have you ever been crushing on a girl during the holidays and more so than just, like, crushing on her, but, like, you were able to, like, talk to her and take her on dates? Like, did you do any fun holiday dates? <sighs> I got to think for a minute. Um, You know, any kind of dates like those. Like, I, I don't know if you guys watched our last episode, but last episode... 
Tyler kind of discussed his dating history. And uh, in like high school, like I wasn't like a serious dater. I wasn't dating to find a romantic partner because I had other goals that required me to forego those relationships. Um, you can go watch the last episode if you're curious. But uh, anyway, but what I'm saying is my dating life really started um, when I when I was like 20. Uh, would have been like 2018, 20-year-old uh, Tylen, going on 21. Uh, let's see. I did, it would have been 2019. I was at Snow College, okay? The end of the semester was approaching. And uh, I had, I you know, I, the whole semester you, I, I was pursuing other girls, right? Um, I had a language arts class, and I was pursuing this one girl for basically the first of the semester to like, like I said, towards the end of the semester, just like talking to her, trying to get to know her, but she wasn't having it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting in language arts class one day and I'm just kind of like, I'm just like kind of like, you know, guys do this a lot. We just kind of stare, not at anything or anyone. We just stare, okay? Off into the distance. We're, we're thinking, what am I going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> and girls always ask, what are you looking at? And when you say nothing, they're like, nuh-uh. You're like, no, I'm not looking at anything. <laughs> I was doing one of those moments, and then I saw this gal. She saw, like, um, next row over, two chairs up. Wow, and I'm just like, details. I'm just looking at her. And then it hits me. I'm just like, she's cute, you know? But I hadn't been paying attention to her because I've been paying attention to this other girl Wait, all semester. Was she really that cute, or it took you a minute to decide if she was cute? She was cute, <laughs> but like she wasn't like the cutest one in the room, mm. right? Because that's how I roll, Kyle. Whenever I enter, as a as a student, whenever I enter the classroom, the first girl you talk to is the cutest one, right? Or at least that's how I do it. <laughs> okay, so so instead of aiming for uh, the moon, you shoot for the stars. You shoot for the star. Well, you shoot. For, well, you aim for the moon, and hopefully you'll end up in the stars. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Well, I mean, that's how it goes, but shouldn't we be telling people to, you know, aim high and expect to get what you want as opposed to <laughs> taking the low balls? <laughs> well, I didn't, that's what I'm saying. Like, you should go after what you want first, right? Give it a shot. Shoot your shot. Give, do the best you can, you know? It's just like baseball. And if you guys know baseball, I'm the kind of guy, a lot of baseball when they're up to bat they don't swing on the first pitch I, because they just want to get an idea on like where the where, where the, the ball yeah yeah and and they wait and they wait and sometimes it's too late because you only get three strikes and three strikes oh you're out you should have swung earlier you know i'm the kind of guy when that pitch is thrown if it's right down the middle i don't care if it's the first pitch i'm swinging you know, <laughs> you know i'm swinging because Strike three, you're out, and you know you're done. You're gone. But. Well, and, and that's why I said like whenever whenever I enter a new classroom, I love the beginning of the semester. I get to like, Ooh, it's, fun. it's fun. It's really fun. Like I said, I always go for the cutest girl. Why? Because if I wait two or three weeks, some other guy's gonna have taken that taken the you swing. Know. You know, some other guy's taking the swing. You know, especially if she's the cutest gal in the room. Absolutely. So, but I'm not dissing on this other gal that. I went after. She was cute. I oh, thought I bet she was. I bet she, I, I yeah. trust your taste. Okay. Thank you, Kyle. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> so uh, anyways, you know, I had to had to make the move, right? Um, so kind of just like the like how, how it kind of works in, in um, college is just like 
you know, like you got this is where smoothness comes into play, right? Right? So, you know, first you got to find out if you're going to have a chance to talk to her after class, you know. And so, like, just like after class, you know, you just kind of notice, you know, like where they go. <laughs> and, you know, I noticed, oh, we walk the same direction to our next whatever class. So I thought that's a perfect opportunity uh, to start a conversation, right? So the next time I had class, after class, you know, you take a extra long sip of the drinking fountain until she passes you, right? And then you follow and gradually make your way up to her. And then you just like, oh, it's out of the blue. You're just like, oh, aren't you in my class? You know, and then you go from there. It's really easy if you're in a class. It's that easy. Just be like, oh, aren't you in my class? And they can say yes. They can say no. And you just go from there. But I end up getting her number. Um, mm. you can probably go into some details later on. Well, let's pause here. You you highlighted two very good strategies. Step one, when you're talking to a girl or a guy, when you're talking to anybody that you're interested in, find a common denominator or find something you have. Some common ground. Yeah, it's very important. Because if you just go in blind, chances are you're just going to be like, you know, stumbling over your words and blah, 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 blah. And she's going to be like, what is this guy doing? Believe it or not, I've talked to Kyle and neither of us are big into pickup lines. Like, we don't use them. Yeah. Like, as a first contact, I don't use them. I always like to go for a compliment Mm -hmm. or just like, you know, some rapport you have already. Like, you're in the same class, you're at the same event, you know the same host, if you're at a party, you know. Those are my favorite go-tos. Yeah, because it it establishes an instant connection. It also eases, because a lot of people are, like, nervous about talking to new people. A lot of people are nervous about people talking to them, you know, and it eases them when they're like, oh, like, we're talking about something that we can both talk about and connect with. Right. So that's that's really important. And principle two or strategy two, get the contact information. Because <laughs> let me tell you, at college or if you meet people like out at, I don't know, at uh, at bars or clubs or out in public or, or wherever it is where you might not see the person again, if you don't get contact information, gone. Just, just, like you're striking out on the first pitch, on, you know? on that note Kyle this is this is what I found to be very successful don't make the interaction about the number though girls pick up on that mm. stuff so here's what you do instead here's the pro tip um number one be, like have have plans like on like on Monday I have already start making plans for the weekend I look at what's coming up what events and I already ma- make plans that way throughout the week as I meet girls I can invite them ah. to those to the plans, you know, I'm just like, hey, you know, if you're having a party with a friend, you say, hey, I've got a party. You want to come? And they're like, sure. And it's like, well, how are we going to make this happen? A number. You know what I mean? Boom. That's how you do it. Pro tip right there for you guys. Pro tip. Oh, look, he's taking notes. He's taking I'm notes. taking notes on my own show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the pro tip of mine. Uh, if you have some, like, girls are more likely to say yes if you already have something that you're inviting them to. Like for the for example, this gal, it was um, it was like it was a concert. There was a Christmas concert coming up, and so, yeah, it was a Christmas concert. And that's why. And fun fact, she was in the show. <laughs> she was in. So you invited her to go to this concert. I invited her to go to her own I'm show. Performing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I am performing. She was like, it was, it was like choir, you know, singing, and yeah. they had some some instrumental stuff too. But she was like one of the one of the singers, and so I'm like, oh. Awesome. Well, I'm going. Uh, maybe we can meet up afterwards. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That is right. excellent. 
Yeah. And so that, like I said, that was around, that was a Christmas concert, right? So it was around the holidays. Um, I went on like three dates with that gal and, uh, I don't know. Things just kind of, they just like ended, but like on her part, like I texted her mm. thinking we were going to like hang out over Christmas break and she just ghosted me, you know, I don't quite know what happened. Honestly, I thought everything was going well. So sometimes it do be like that. You know, sometimes, sometimes girls just change their minds, you know, you know and it goes both ways. Sometimes guys change their mind, you know, it just, it's, it's where the cookie crumbles. Yeah. You know, we can talk about a whole, you know, whole nother can of worms talking yeah, about. It's a, it's know, a big, big can of worms. Out and maybe some signs you can recognize beforehand to kind of get an idea and kind of get some foresight on that. Um, but going back to our original thought with having a crush around the holidays, here's a fun, it's not fun, here's a unfun <laughs> I've actually never had, like, I've never dated a girl, or I've never, like, been, I've never really had, like, a relationship over the holidays. Does that, does that make sense? Like, Yeah. Like, like, most of my relationships, looking back, have been over the summer. Like, I've had a lot of, like, summer relationships. Or, like, after the holidays, like, you know, in January, <laughs> where people are just like, life sucks. Like, relationship, you know? That's funny. But I've never had someone like during the cuffing season you know during you know like fall and harvest in october and then like thanksgiving in uh, november and then like christmas and new year's in december but i don't know i feel like you don't need to have somebody during that time but it definitely (laughs) definitely feel like you're kind of pressured into you definitely feel like you're pressured yes but hey all in your own timing and once you follow our advice you could get a girlfriend or a boyfriend in any season, no matter the season, no matter the day, you know, just whenever. Yeah. And you should never, honestly, it's nice, right, to date someone. It's nice to be in a relationship, but you should never need someone, right? Yeah. You should be comfortable in your own shoes, doing your own stuff, working on your own goals. Because fun fact, guys, girls find that extremely attractive. Mm-hmm. If a guy's got ambition. Um, I know, I don't know. Kyle, have you ever been worried if you're being needy or oh, yeah. not? Yeah, if you, if, to, the, to the true G's out there and to, to anyone who wants to, you know, gain some more knowledge, go into my YouTube. The very first video I ever made about dating advice back during quarantine, I explained this in episode one. It was just like a, this, this joke of a skit, you know. I talked about how girls don't like a guy and it goes both ways people don't like people who are too needy you know what i mean like there's an aspect of being needed but being needy just 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 like drives people away absolutely i've met guys and gals exactly like that and yeah yeah i agree so don't be needy focus on your own needs but don't be needy (laughs) 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 lot 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 of needy going on here yeah and you know as um non-professional daters we like to listen to other professional daters as well and and every one of them when it when it comes like how do i not be needy really just comes down to focus like i said focusing on yourself focusing on your own hobbies your own goals your own social life and then the girls they just they honestly they just come you know yeah i i you know i, I run into so many people who just stress about dating and and one of the first things i say every single time is like are you focusing on yourself like like obviously you don't want to be too self-centered but yeah like, don't be selfish but like 
Are you like taking care of your own needs? Are you comfortable with yourself? Do you love yourself? Yeah, if you're like for me, it's like my physique's not like I know I'm not I'm no like Chris Evans or any <laughs> of them. None of us. None of us are Chris Evans, but you know it's like if you're if you're insecure about your physique, then like start working out. Start you know obviously start small, mm-hmm. but like work on your insecurities that you can. And like the other ones, for example, my height, I can't do anything about that. So you just embrace it and you say, well, if you don't like that I'm tall. Let's stop pursuing this gal because you don't want like me, you know? So go find somebody who doesn't care how tall you are. Exactly. And, you know, going along with that, you know, find, uh, use your time to do things that you love, you know, like get a hobby or or give back to the community. You know, like don't spend your time worrying about something you can't control. Control what you can, which is how you use your time, how you present yourself, how you act, how you feel about yourself. Control these things. And then naturally people will be drawn to you because of who you are and not who you're trying to be or who you're worrying about being. Right. Absolutely. But, uh, so yeah, don't, don't, just don't worry. You know, Bob Marley said it best. Don't worry about a thing because everything is going to be all right. (laughs) You know, it just will, you know, and you got to be optimistic. And obviously we're just saying you just got to be, it takes practice, takes time. And, uh, I think the the best things in life uh, take time. You know? They do. They do take time. In a, in a in a world of instant gratification, you got to take the time to, you know, get all your uh, what do you call it? Get all your chicks in order, or get all your what, what's that phrase? You know, I have no idea what that phrase is. Get all your uh, I don't know. Get all the pieces. Of the puzzle. Yeah, put them all in order. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so so that's that that's a good thing of advice. Remember that take away. You know. Find find ways to improve yourself and to not worry about um, dating. You know, just 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 fill your time with with positive activities and you know things that you can do, self care, different things like that, and then it will come naturally. It really will. Yeah, and stuff. a lot of people. I want to I want to emphasize though. A lot of people think that you, you can't change your personality. People just like say that's the way I am. I would like to personally say that is false because I have changed my personality um, over the years. Um, I used to be not as not as confident. Not as um, social as I once was, but as I just, you know, kept putting myself out there, you know, kept telling myself that I was confident, eventually I became confident. Eventually I became social. Um, so maybe one day we could go over our own personal, um, what do you want to call it, our own origin stories, I guess. Origin <laughs> <laughs> Just like how we got to be in the beginning. Uh, why are we the way that we are? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I'm just saying I, I used to not be the way that I am now. And that just took time, you know? I would say it took, for me to, like, turn a full, like, 180, it wasn't a 180, like, you know, I was always still sweet and charming and all those things, but uh, I would say it took me about maybe, like, probably four years, four years. Um, From when I left high school to about four years after that is when I would say I I am where I am today. And I'm always improving, right? Getting new skills and, uh, like, the one I shared last time, you know? Like um, hardcore, what was it? Aquatic parkour. Hardcore, yeah, that was that was intense. But but yeah, Tyler, you're, you're you're speaking the gospel truth here, man. I mean, every day, little by little, you know, you're trying to improve yourself, and ultimately, you want to find somebody who's improving as well individually, but together, Ooh, yeah, improve, and someone who will support you, and and you know, be with you, and share similar goals. 
And so in order to find someone like that, you need to take the time to, you know, put in the work both yeah. into yourself and into putting yourself out there, you know. So just just remember that, you know, it's a, it's not an easy thing, but it's worth it. You know, the best the best things in life are, are sometimes the hardest, but they're the most worth it. Absolutely. All right. We're we're going to wrap things up, you know. We're going to keep it nice and short this time. We're going to keep it to 30 minutes because we know your time is valuable and the best advice can be shared in a very concise way. If we go rambling on for hours and hours and hours, we're going to be lost in translation. That's right. <laughs> short and sweet. So, anything anything you want to share, Tyler? Any last thoughts for our uh, audience here today um we can dig into this in our episode but i just like what kyle said about when he was like saying like the turkey bowl he brought that up um just saying how like he wants like a spouse one day whose family could participate in a turkey bowl now i would say when it comes to dating you're looking for two things you're looking for i like to call them preferences and then there's principles when you when you're dating somebody you need to agree on your principles mm. you know um, those are like core lifestyle choices. You know, a lot of times it, it's, it's politics, you know, it's um, um, beliefs. Um, you need to agree on those. And then there's like preferences. Like I'm a style fanatic, right? I like to dress up. Does my future spouse need to be like a fashionista? <laughs> Not necessarily. Um, I think it, I, might, I might just rub off on her, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but I want somebody who cares about presentation, you know, yeah. somebody who cares about, who takes care of themselves. Um, what, and whatever that means, you know, at least they have to have at least good hygiene. Everybody wants somebody. <laughs> who, there's, uh, that, bare minimum. Bare minimum, good hygiene. They <laughs> brush their teeth, you know. But, you know, I'm not looking for, like, a fashion model or anything like that. They're very, very well said. We, we will definitely cover that in another episode. Talking about preferences versus principles. Talking about what are must-needs versus what are negotiables. Different things like that. We'll talk about that in another episode. But uh, thank you so much for listening if you're listening to the podcast or watching if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, we release episodes about every two weeks or so. And if you want to be on our show, we definitely want you. We are going to bring whoever wants to come on and share their dating experience or Ooh. have a conversation about dating. We are open to that, and we are open to your advice. We Absolutely. Are professionals, but even the most professional athletes always take advice from other people. You know, if you're a professional in any field, a smart professional would take advice from others. So bring it on, comment down yeah. below, or however you want to do it. Yeah, if you have any questions, while we might not be professionals, we are non-professionals, we do have some experience, mm -hmm. um, we would like to take a shot at your questions as well. Yeah, shoot us those cues and we'll give you those A's as best as we can. The A's. All right, thank you so much for listening and watching. This is Kyle Brinchley with Non-Professional Dating Advice signing off. Tylen, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.